0: To the Restart Radio Show, a very different show about gadgets on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is a different show because unlike most, we're not going to focus on all those new shiny, shiny things for you to buy. Instead, we focus on the value in the stuff we already have. The Restart Project aims for a shift of behavior towards a more sustainable and happier relationship with electronics. Our monthly community repair events here in London that we call Restart Parties are just the beginning. My name is Jenna Gunter, and I'm joined by Ugo Volaudi, we're the co-founders of the Restart Project. Hello. And today we're joined by veteran Restart volunteer and green engineer Dave Lukes. Hi. Um, in this episode, we're going to talk about a potentially game-changing technology that could help us get a second life out of our favorite laptops and gadgets. Um collectively, we've depended on hard drives for decades, but now we're potentially moving to an age of solid state drives. Don't don't be scared off by it. it's not we're not going to get too technical. We're going to talk about how this can change the lives of most of you out there listening. You don't have to be a geek to follow along. Um, but first, Dave, why don't you tell us about some of what you saw at a restart party on Saturday at the Shacklewell School in Hackney?
1: Yeah, um, <clears throat> excuse me. We partnered with Hackney Council, who were doing one of their famous uh, give-and-take events where people got to swap their old stuff for new stuff and generally try and avoid waste. And, of course, Restart Project really into that. So we run a restart party alongside these events when we can. And It wasn't as busy as some that we've seen, but it was a lot of fun. My, one of the big takeaways I had from that was about maintenance, something we're going to touch on with SSDs later. Which was that? It was a woman who brought her vacuum cleaner along, but it was past saving. Very sad story because only a few. If we'd had it a few weeks before, we could have cleaned it up and made it as good as new. But she hadn't cleaned it. She hadn't cleaned any of the filters, so it was completely choked up with dirt.
0: Yeah, I've seen this happen before with a number of them.
1: Yeah, it's very sad. And if you just Learn how to clean your vacuum cleaner, or if you don't know how, bring along to a restart party and we'll help you.
0: Yeah, but basically once they get enough dirt inside, it taxes the motor too much. It causes the, actually the motor to fail, and I guess the motor is the most valuable part of a, of a vacuum.
1: Yeah, and it's also the hardest part to replace. You can often get replacement filters and things like that. Um, and also, most of the filters are just made out of foam rubber. You can just cut a piece out of your favorite sponge, yeah. you know. Um, but the motor, that's complicated. And as soon as you get too much dirt in there, yeah, as you say, it overloads.
0: Well, we find that you can find replacements, just that they're so expensive it's hard to justify the cost and the repair sometimes.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, yeah, vacuum cleaners are a commodity and you can buy them cheap. And also, a bit of, another bit of advice which I gave the owner was go look on FreeCycle. You know, don't buy a new vacuum cleaner. Try and reuse an old one.
0: Okay, that's a good yeah, that's a good uh, good tip. I saw loads of vacuums when I went to the e-waste tip um, a month ago. Uh, and tell us about there was a special demo that happened at the Hackney Restart Party.
1: Um, you're going to talk more about SSDs later in general, but yeah, um, what happened was Toshi, one of our other veteran restarters, upgraded someone's laptop from being old and grungy by simply replacing the hard drive with an ssd
0: okay with a solid state drive yeah yeah um and this is what we're going to talk about uh this afternoon so um for those of you listening who are like what in the heck what in the heck is an ssd drive okay an ssd sorry um it's not a hard drive so let's start with what is a hard drive dave let's take take us through it
1: okay um when you've got your files and your programs and your applications and all that stuff stored on your laptop, or on your desktop, by the way, don't think this just applies to laptops, then they are stored on something known as a hard drive. Why is it called a hard drive? Well, that's kind of historical. There used to be these things that had flexible disks in them, called floppy disks, for those who are old enough to remember. Irrelevant detail there, but it's a little thing which consists of rotating metal disks, and it actually stores the data as magnetic field changes on that disk.
0: Okay, and so, like, uh, thinking about, you know, f- in terms of our all of our own experience, like, you can hear a hard drive spinning on a yep. machine often, the actual spinning of the disk, right? Yeah,
1: if you listen carefully enough on your desktop or your laptop, you can hear the fan, and behind that you can usually hear a slightly higher pitch whirring, which is the hard drive spinning around.
0: And they literally spin quite fast. Ugo, you were saying that yeah, well, how so- fast they spin.
2: Normally, they used to be 4,200 RPM. 4,800. 4, hundred. Forty eight. And then they moved to 5,400. And the faster ones, when you used to, up to upgrade from a slow hard drive to a faster hard drive on a laptop, for example, you would go to 7,200. That was the holy grail uh, before SSD came about. Because okay. you could get for a little bit more energy, Um, you could get something that would be faster, and so searching for your files or accessing them would be a bit faster. But at that point, you reach like the maximum that you could, in a non-industrial situation, achieve. Uh, You can't spin something that faster and faster and faster all the time
0: right so there was a kind of a ceiling on the performance of hard drives and the average person can probably relate to the situation of dropping a machine dropping a laptop or a device with a hard drive in it and that is the moment you fear because and because that's when the you can actually mechanically kind of destroy the the disc and the um yep the, the spinning correct
1: if you imagine how a hard drive works inside, it's a set of metal platters, in other words, discs, which spin very fast, and there's a little tiny, tiny, and I do mean like thousands of an inch across, little electromagnetic head which actually reads and writes the data. And when you drop it, that doesn't have much of a chance.
0: Yeah. Right. So, and, and you can hear, I mean, is that, that clicking sound? <clears throat> that is the, the sound of death for most hard drives if you're hearing it clicking. What, what are you hearing then, Dave? You're
1: actually hearing the head hitting the drive.
0: Right, so okay. it's kind of destroying it in some way. Yeah, yeah,
1: indeed, yeah. It's for those of you who are old enough to remember vinyl records. It's like scratching the, st- the <laughs> yeah. stylus, right? Okay. That okay,
0: so so that's the hard drive, and that's what we've depended on for decades. Um, and the solid state drive is is an entirely different proposition. Although many of you out there are probably familiar with with some of the things that, uh, well, some of the things that drove its development. So um, the the USB stick, for example, is a flash memory. It's a flash memory device, and it r- operates in much the same logic as the SSD, right, Dave?
1: Yeah. Um, so those of you who've got one of, what do they call a USB stick or a thumb drive, that's simply a lot of tiny memory chips stuck into a little case with a USB plug on it. You plug that into your computer, and you can read and write the files on there just like you can on your hard drive. And the SSD is that, taken to a much higher level. So it plugs, instead of plugging into the USB port, which can be a bit slow because it's doing one bit at a time.
0: It's got like a bottleneck in a way. Exactly,
1: yeah, yeah, that's the bottleneck. Instead, you can plug it into directly in where your hard drive would plug in, and it can go in parallel, in other words, lots of bits at once. And it's much closer to the actual computer chips. So it runs that much faster, sometimes 10 times faster. Wow.
2: And there's actually another element. I remember those old hard drives. The larger um, the size of the hard drive, the slower it will become. So let's say you will get one terabyte uh, hard drive on an old spinning drive. And it will be very time-consuming for it to find the spot yeah. so the so performance would decrease um the bigger the hard drive which is definitely not the case with uh solid state drives
1: correct solid state drives it's just another memory chip so it's memory chip one on memory chip 999 it doesn't matter it's just pulling the data out of a memory chip and yeah we ne- we're now getting to the point that, um i just saw the other day samsung are doing a 16 terabyte are doing a 16 terabyte solid state drive so theoretically, your laptop could have 16 terabytes in it.
0: Okay, let's not get overexcited. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 just to explain that um, this SSD technology is fairly new, um, and initially it was really expensive to manufacture mm-hmm. this larger drive. So that's why. Um the, the first for example the first manufacturers to experiment with SSDs in their machines were the premium ones. So um for example the MacBook Air was one of the first machines to kind of to feature an SSD built in um and it was a premium machine you were paying extra for that. Yeah. Now as more I guess as 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 um demand grew for these for this and people want to shrink these devices um it seems that the price of SSDs has become yeah. has come down dramatically, correct?
2: Absolutely and uh, it's coming almost to the point when it, it's going to be more um, cost effective uh, per gigabyte. It's not there yet. It'll probably reach that point in the next year or or yeah. two. But at this point, if one was to buy a new machine alone for upgrading, it would be very unlikely that we could recommend buying one without an SSD. And certainly for upgrades, it it can give a whole new life to any machine that you already have, which is the beauty of it coming from our perspective on making the most of the things we already have.
0: Okay so let's go through it. So um what is there to be gained by moving to an SSD? So we described some of the problems with hard drives. Um the fact that um yeah there was a ceiling to their performance, that if you dropped your machine you were in trouble. Um but what can we gain by these SSDs in in real performance terms?
2: So the first thing is speed, absolutely. And so that, what that means is when you start up your computer, if you have an SSD drive instead than a normal hard drive, you will be able to boot in a few seconds time. So literally less than 10 seconds, depending on the operating system, of course, but it, it's something that can benefit everyone, irrespective of what version of Windows, Mac OS X or Linux. So it's a very democratic gain. It doesn't matter what hard, what operating system you're running.
0: Okay. And Dave, can you explain in technical terms why, that, why that's possible? Why can it start yeah. up so much faster?
1: <clears throat> if you imagine how your computer actually works, you switch it on, the operating system actually lives, in other words, resides as a set of files on your hard drive. So that's why, you know, when you switch it on and it sits there with all these kind of waiting and spitting this and it's like that is actually the operating system being read in from the hard drive, doing its stuff. So, And then it has to look at various files to see what's doing, what's your username, what's your password, all that stuff. So all that information has to be read from your hard drive or, in this case, an SSD. So if you make your... Magically replace your hard drive by something that's 10 times faster. Everything gets 10 times faster. Switching it on, loading applications. So when you load your spreadsheet application, that's 10 times faster as well. So instead of waiting about three, four seconds, you wait one third
2: of a second. Okay. Or less. Yeah, and, yeah. I was going
0: to say that, that applications do feel like they, they load faster, definitely. Okay.
2: Definitely. And imagine you're trying to load a large video file uh, to watch a movie on your computer It will load instantly as opposed to, you know, some films are maybe three, four gigabytes and it could take quite a while, plus that noise of the hard drive trying to find where it begins and where it ends painfully. And so that's a big, big gain. which actually makes sense, even if you're not running the most sophisticated super latest generation version of an SSD. There's a lot of further development that's happening in this technology as it moves forward to maturity. But the main gains actually apply to even the earlier stages of development, which means that you don't have to buy the fastest, most expensive drive, drive in order to make the most of your existing machine.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, and so so in terms of booting up and opening uh, applications and media files, definitely gains. Um, any other gains that you would that yeah, you there's talk a, about? Yeah,
1: there's another side effect, which is less obvious immediately, but your old laptop probably has a limited amount of RAM memory in which to run programs. So what happens when that runs out? Well, all most operating systems are very friendly, Windows or Mac OS or Linux. What they'll do is when you run out of memory, they will swap. In other words, they will take parts of your program that's running in RAM, and they'll put it out onto the hard drive to pasture you for a little while while they do other things. So if you've got maybe a really big application, some photo editing software or something like that, it can actually it can edit photos that are bigger than memory for instance but the way it does that is uses your hard drive as a kind of backup for memory
0: and that's what makes it feel slow in some way
1: Yeah, yeah and sometimes if you're doing a lot of stuff on your laptop on your old laptop with a hard drive suddenly it'll start to slow down that's what it is probably is it's swapping stuff out to the hard drive of course if your hard drive magically becomes 10 times faster when you replace it with an ssd guess what That whole process becomes 10 times faster.
0: Okay, it's not magic. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, I'm joking. But
1: the nice thing about that is, even if you have an old laptop with only, say, four gigabytes of RAM, it can act as if it can act as fast as one that has a lot more RAM. You won't notice the slowdown so much. There will still be a slowdown, but it'll be a 10 times faster slowdown.
0: listening to Restart Radio and we're talking about the incredible gains that can be had by replacing an old hard drive with an SSD, with a solid-state drive. Um, and this applies to laptops but other gadgets and we'll get to that in a second. Um, so we've talked about some of the gains in speed um, and some of the gains uh, if you have a machine that has uh, lower RAM, not that much memory. Um, but there's some gains in relation to battery life, right, Hugo?
2: Definitely. It. What happens is when you have had your laptop for a few years, normally the battery performance degrades and certainly you can upgrade the battery by a new one. But moving to an SSD also means that you put less strain on the amount of power required to spin those discs uh, because you don't have to spin them anymore. There so are you, no more discs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, uh, solid state drives, uh, what ne- you need to understand uh, when you read about it's it is it's, there is no disc. There is no drive, there are units that look a bit like your RAM. So in any way, you can easily earn up to a half hour um, extra battery life, which can be a nice plus when you're upgrading.
0: Definitely. Okay. So, so we've talked about all of the gains. Um, the, now, to upgrade your laptop and to, to transfer over data, there are some challenges. So let's let let's uh, help people understand what what they might be in for and trying to migrate to an SSD.
2: Basically, the main learning is before you do anything, make sure you've backed up your personal data completely. Well,
0: I feel like that's the cardinal rule of everything we do. But, yeah. but I yeah. feel
2: like reminding people is never a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> if they already know, they'll say, well, okay, I knew about this. And and then there's different routes depending on the operating system you are running. And our experience so far is that if you're running a Mac OS X or um, if you're running a Linux uh, operating system, it's easier to do what people call clone a hard drive. So basically make a full copy of your existing hard drive and uh, landing it on the SSD. It's like a copy SSD. paste basically. Yes. Yeah. A, a massive copy paste that can be arranged. And when you buy an SSD drive, normally you are provided, uh, you have the optional so buying an adapter that would allow you to connect both to your machine while you clone one into the other.
0: Okay, but sadly, we live in a world where a lot of people are reliant on Windows. So tell us about Windows.
2: So with Windows, and this is something that we're still learning more and more about, but there are a a series of variables that means that at times cloning a hard drive because of the multiple partitions on the disk um, might not work. And. it is complicated, but long story short, you might be better off simply backing up all your data and putting a, the brand new disk and reinstalling Windows on that new disk and then reimporting importing your data. It will okay. be more likely to work okay, straight so away.
0: What is that, like an extra, I don't know, half hour, hour of your life kind of thing?
2: Yes, except you need to make sure that you have access to uh, the full copy of your um, Windows uh, operating system and the serial number, which at times is attached. A serial
0: number for the operating system. Yes, for yeah.
2: your own license, yeah. and which at times is attached to the bottom of your laptop as a not-so-sticky sticker, which I personally mm-hmm. have lost in at least one occasion. So you need to write it down and make sure you have it saved uh, safely somewhere before your temp is. And
0: just to say that we have a number of uh, SSD evangelists, I would say, among us. So if you would like to come to a restart party and get some help with this process, uh, it's definitely within our remit to help people upgrade and use their machines for longer. Um, There's some really other interesting upgrades that can be done with SSDs that aren't just laptops or PCs. So, Hugo, tell us about those.
2: One of the most exciting uh, ones uh, we've come across is actually giving a second life to the good old iPod Classic. Uh, So that's the pre-touchscreen version of the iPod that for people that love music has remained as like an iconic real uh, gem, you know, the same way that the Minidisc and the Discman used to be previously. And one of the problems with the iPod is Apple at one point discontinued it. And so you can only find it on secondhand markets. Um, and the problem was also that we all have more and more music and we that that one had limited amount of of storage so it is entirely possible and there are websites where you can buy a full kit to buy an ssd drive with an adapter because ssds are much smaller than Mm -hmm. uh, the normal hard drive that the machine would have and an adapter that will help you fit it inside the ipod and uh, at times people also combine an upgrade to the battery so giving a brand new battery to the ipod at the same time while you're opening it and uh, you end up with a device that performs much better and faster and for longer than the original one did so it's in a sense not just giving a second life but giving a better life it's like pimping
0: it out basically (laughs) yeah
2: and it's interesting actually that we don't know what will happen to the world of music. While this is appealing to some of us who have um, relentlessly moved from collections of CDs into MP3s, and there's at the same time uh, a lot of push towards a cloud uh, music uh, distribution where I've heard reports that uh, perhaps, perhaps Apple might want to stop downloads of music altogether in the next two years. So we don't know what will happen. But for those of us that have massive libraries of music, this is a very appealing idea.
0: Definitely. Um, and that reminds me that I was talking to some um, uh, some video professionals who said that, um, that for them, it's a really tempting proposition, the SSD, but the price hasn't come down enough for them to justify. So they're working with terabytes and terabytes of data and they're waiting, but they haven't yet uh, fully made the leap themselves um, just because they have so much data and they can't quite justify it.
2: And actually, this week, we learned that uh, a massive merger in the world of uh, storage uh, manufacturers has happened. Western Digital, which is historically known for old-style hard drives, drives, has bought um, SanDisk, which many of us Mm -hmm. know because of the thumb drives, but is one of the key manufacturers of SSDs as well.
0: Well, they're actually quite small in market share. And I wanted to just point out that it's really interesting. So most people think of... Samsung for its commercial, uh, for for its consumer products. So for the the various things that we might buy, the phone or the laptop. But actually, Samsung has the greatest market share in SSD. Yeah. uh in the ssd market i believe they control almost half or over half yep. and um it's 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 really interesting because that's one of the ways in which they've kind of invisibly become really influential and built up their kind of mm-hmm. their power in a way because they're also selling to the other the other commercial uh, uh, the other consumer electronics manufacturers so so while we well, a lot of us don't pay attention to um To this issue of storage and memory, it's something that's very much in the background. You know, we're taught to to care about um, software. um, You know, battery life, screen uh, resolution, all these things. This this other the 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 uh, storage and memory part is very much sitting in the background, but it's very it's very influential in market terms.
2: And Um. it's interesting to see also that while we're focusing a lot more on SSDs or faster storage. Actually, some of the analysis of this big merger were that actually it will make Western Digital in a very good position uh, for the future, which is personal uh, private cloud services. So it's interesting. While we think that the main thing now is SSDs, if you look ahead, um, companies are looking at how SSD could power massive personal uh, private cloud storage solutions. We'll see. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, um, you've been listening to Restart Radio on Resonance 104.4 FM. Um, Ugo, uh, if you can tell us uh, about any upcoming events, I know we have many of them in East London.
2: Absolutely. We are just about ready to start a new program of restart activities in four boroughs of East London. This is a collaboration that between the Restart Project and the East London Waste Authority, so the authority that works in the boroughs of Havering, Newham, Barking and Dagenham and Red Ridge in managing waste and preventing waste. So we are... Very happy to use this opportunity to be back in Havering uh, next week on Wednesday, the 25th of May at the Horn Church Library where we held a really successful event last year. and we see this as a great opportunity to reach out to restart volunteers and uh, groups that might be interested in hosting community events in the future in that part of London. So check it out if you're from East London. We look forward to seeing you there. But much sooner than that, we have a host of events uh, coming up this week, starting with uh, tomorrow, actually, in uh, um, Houston, where we'll be running an event very near the station there uh, from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. And uh, on Saturday, we are back at the Good Life Center for uh, an event in collaboration with the Good Life Center and Trade, where not just electronics, but also clothes and furniture will be repaired. Dave, you'll be there absolutely.
1: Excuse me, I teach at the Good Life Centre as well. And, yeah, if you bring, we've done luggage, um, toys, basically anything that's mechanical can be repaired, specialising in furniture and wood, that kind of thing, which is what the Good Life Centre does. But, um, yeah, please bring your electronics, bring your clothing. Trade can do a really amazing job of repairing and repurposing old clothing.
2: In fact, at a trade, uh, uh, part of a research party in Hackney, I started to learn how to fix my own shirt, which I put off for a long, long time. Hey. So the event on Saturday... Wait, did you
0: actually finish that, Ugo?
2: It's still there waiting for me to finish it. I was going to say, it. I
0: haven't seen you wearing it. You better get yeah, working on
2: that. I need to. But it's, there's only so much you can fix. Yeah. But I didn't throw it away. It's just there waiting for one hour of extra work.
1: I have to boast that I actually learned to don my socks. There you go. courtesy of one of trades partners so yeah it's it's amazing what you can fix if you try
0: okay well just reminding you that if you don't need to come and darn socks if you want to get some advice on your uh, on your the storage sort of looking at an SSD as a solution please come uh, to any of those events that we just mentioned um, um, you can find out more on our website the restartproject.org you can find us on Twitter or Facebook. And uh, as usual, a special thanks to uh, OptoNoise and Cassini Sound for our music. Music is made with uh, lasers, spinning discs, and um, some electronic waste. So that's (laughs) perfect for us. Um, uh, We'll see you next week on Restart Radio. Thanks for joining us.